Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online, proud members of the Global Ag Network, amongst many of our friends, among, is amongst a word, yeah. you guys? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Okay. Because the other day I typed it and when I was talking on Twitter and it, the spell check told me like, no, it is in my world. Get your shit together. I use it. Well, it's like, um, one time I was like in my former life, I used to argue like politics on this news chat room thing that they used to have. This was like 15 years ago. It was super fun. Um, and someone was like, it's not in regards and so that's always stuck with me. Like ridiculous it's not isn't in red. Regards. Why? Why me? Yeah, it's regard in regard yeah, to. Like grammar snobs. Yeah. Piss me so off you have those. Whatever. Right, the twisted yes. panty people that just get mad because you. You're not you know, listening. Whatever. You're not listening to um, me if you're worried about every little grammar mistake I make. <laughs> right. That's what. My ability to have like perfect grammar went downhill when I stopped getting graded for it. So <laughs> FO. But anyway, Karen and Jen are here. Karen is battling her illness yes. still. She's got the herpes or something. <laughs> we don't know. But she's she's struggling. Uh and Jen is also here and uh she's herpes free. I am so we, free. we got that going for us. Um, we're going to talk today about something that, you know, is somewhat, I think, very interesting. Um, judging by the feedback that we got on Twitter, it's, um, something that can trigger a small group of people or a large group of people. What does all of the people. What doesn't trigger ag Twitter? Say that three um, times now. Donuts. Yeah. I don't know. Have you gotten into a fight about donuts? Mm. Is anyone... There's been a little I controversy. Know. I like sprinkles. So. Yeah. I had someone tell me that poonchkis were not a donut yesterday. And I'm like, you need to <laughs> STFU um, because they're delicious and I can't eat them um, because I'm, I hate myself or something. I don't know. But um, so we're going to talk about the green, the, is it the new green deal or the green new the green deal? New deal. Okay. Color comes first. So, and that's right. Color and matters. that's the, color matters it's green and uh it's interesting um you guys have done a lot of studies on it or you've looked done some research i have not you are a better person than me um i mean i i checked out a little bit of it and i was just like oh okay so this is where we're going with this um you know and i think what's the most interesting thing to me is it's it's trying to like harken back to the roosevelt policy right during the depression the new deal yeah that's what they said. It was based around that, the idea. And, you know, I, I'm going to admit, you know, like if nowadays, if we were to see something like that, and I, I really, I am, I like to consider myself a history buff, but I'm, I'm not in so many ways. Like I have so many failings. So there's tons of other people out there. They'll be like, Angie, you're wrong in that. But, um, you know, the new deal, I think if it were to be announced in today's world, everyone <laughs> would lose their shit. But you know, what was cool about it, what I think is cool is like, if you drive north in Michigan here, the state of Michigan, um, you can see where they had planted the pine trees. So there was, you know, some of the jobs sponsored by the government were the planting of pine trees um, up in the, the UP along the, the northern portion of Michigan. And it's kind of cool to see. And it's, it's, there's that. And then what they had them digging ditches and all kinds of stuff. And a lot of people will say that that at some point in time, there's going to be 
every government policy or deal or law, it, it does help someone. Yeah. Just, it may not, I mean, it does do something, let's be honest. But a lot of people, you know, will say that it wasn't the depress or it wasn't the New Deal necessarily that pulled us out of the Depression. It was World War II, right? So there's always right. that argument. Um, and a lot of people harken back to the New Deal as being what saved America. Um, so who knows? But it, I, it, that has nothing to do with what this is other than the title. Because I think, you know, a lot of times in school, especially, I mean, I can remember our education on the New Deal being very blossomy, very um, positive. There was not really much in the way of a counter argument, you know, as to the effect of, well, people against government intervention were like, no, F them. You know what I mean? Because there wasn't Twitter back funny because I don't even remember talking about it in school. And I'm sure we did. Oh, yeah. I just probably was They probably don't now. Over. I would imagine they don't I know. I remember a little bit, but I don't remember it. I know. Yeah, I do. I, mean, I remember it being mentioned, but that's it. I've just always been really that um, portion of history to me. I am from like 1850 ish, you know, when the Western expansion really got going through the Civil War into like 1950. I've always had this romanticized sort of you know, view of it and always have been really interested, the Great Depression, the Dust Bowl, you know, that sort of stuff. So I may have spent some more time. I was also a very big nerd and had time when it was, you know, just me and no kids yelling at me. So no kid yelling at me. Well, Carl counts. So kids, um, you know, so I've done a lot of reading. But anyway, the Green New Deal. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys have found in your your studies, what it is, um, what she's trying to do, and and what it could mean for us going forward. So, for me, I read a little bit, and if you break, if you don't break it down, you generalize it. Who isn't for it, honestly? Um, who wouldn't want to be for achieving net zero greenhouse gas emissions through a fair and just transition for all communities and workers? Hello, right. Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah. Who wouldn't be for creating millions of jobs, high wage jobs, and ensure prosperity and economic security for all people of the United States? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. I mean, why not? Invest in the infrastructure and industry of the United States to sustainably meet the challenges of the 21st century. Well, duh. Right. Where do I sign up? I mean, right. Secure for all people of the United States for generations to come. Clean air and water. Climate and community resiliency. Healthy food. Access to nature and a sustainable environment. I like the way you're saying it. It reminds Sign me Sign me up. Right? What? Sign me up. This one, though, is my favorite. To promote justice and equity by stopping current preventing future and repairing historic oppression for indigenous peoples, communities of color, migrant communities, deindustrialized communities, depopulated rural communities, the poor, the low income workers, women, the elderly, the unhoused, people with disabilities, youth, and people with two left feet who can't dance. <laughs> what the f <laughs> well you know i 
I think that why wouldn't you be for this? This sounds like she's running for Miss Congeniality on at a pageant. It reminds me of like Miss and America, what, and, the South Carolina girl. Yes. Such as well, yes. But if and, you read the resolution itself, the first part of it is all gloom and doom. Yeah. You know, the where the sea levels are rising, global warming is at two degrees above Celsius beyond industrialized levels is gonna cause mass migration from the regions most affected by climate change. More than like 500 gazillion in lost annual income by the year 2100. Wildfires that by 2050 will annually burn at least twice as much forest area as the Western United States than was typically burned by wildfires in the years preceding 2019. A loss of more than 99% of all coral reefs on the earth. More than 350 million more people to expose globally to dead heat stress by 2050. A risk of damage of one bazillion of public infrastructure and coastal real estate in the United States. And global temperatures must be kept below 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrialized levels to avoid the most severe impacts, which will require global restrictions and greenhouse gas emissions of human sources from of 40 to 60% from 2010 levels by 2030 and net zero global emissions by 2050. First of all, it's Celsius. So, you know, most of us can't even convert that fast enough, but. That's why I want to eat donuts because if the world is ending, (laughs) eat the donuts. Yeah. She was quoted as saying, quote, at this point, we don't even have to prove it. Just walk outside in the winter in a lot of places and it's either way worse than you're used to or way warmer than you're used to. What the f***? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Because weather never changes. I know. Well, so that's, that's, they're in, that, I mean, that's the, the whole entire thing, right? It's like, there's two, two arguments or I get frustrated with this idea. Okay. First of all, climate change has been going on forever. Like we don't even Michigan was covered in a glacier. It had a glacial lake upon it. We had dinosaurs pooping in, you know, our toilets. I don't know. Yeah. We we had, I bet they did. Oh, I'm sure they did. That's why there was the big bang or whatever. I don't, whatever. Ooh, a dinosaur fart caused the big bang. Like, okay. Think of what the world looked like initially when it was formed. Right. You had, what was it? Pangea. And then it broke apart into continents and you had all of these things that have taken place over the years. You know, uh, did you the climate just is changing. Did you just name it's, that after yourself? What? The Angea? Pangea. P-A-N-G-E-A. Oh. <laughs> I'll let you name right? it after yourself. No, that would be cool, though. Yeah. Um, they look the, at climate change, though, and they talk about weather. But, yeah. you know, weather is only, we only have like, what, 112 years yes. or so on record. Yeah. Where, you know, the, obviously the earth has been around a lot longer. Yeah. We have a very that, minute. Right. Yeah, but, record. you know, the world's going to end in 12 years if we don't do this now. So. No, it was going to end in 2012, according to the Aztecs. So we made it. Um, But no, so that that's the the deal um, that I get frustrated with. Okay. Everyone, will you deny climate change? No, no, I don't. Of course I the just, climate is changing. Yeah. I just don't know the extent of which mankind can, can influence it. it or is causing it or but whatever. But that's not to now, say that we can't do better. You know, that's exactly can... it. 
like uh, you could always packaging waste. We can, you know. Do you remember not how much drive tanks, all kinds of stuff? Do you remember how much trash used to be in the? And maybe this yes. is just like where I grew up, but used to be in the ditches, nope. littering. It was everywhere. The seventies like, and the eighties, trash was everywhere, constantly. Tires and ditches. I mean, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, you very rarely see trash in the ditch anymore. You know? Oh, I think it's amazing. I'm not saying that because like, oh, well, the problem solved. But I'm just saying like, there's ways that you can can push and educate. You know, how old were you when you stopped letting the water run when you brushed your teeth? You know what I mean? I think it was like second or third grade when you had Oops. to do the how many yeah, containers see, you still, fill I up. I still let it run. That's I still let You're it a run. horrible person and you're going I am. down. I am. You're yep. both. You need to. Okay. All right. That's it. This afternoon, the next time you brush your teeth, see how much water you waste. But no, so that's the thing. Like, we used to have to do that in second or third grade. Like, fill a container and see how much water while you're brushing your teeth. Because you're supposed to brush your teeth for, like, two you minutes know, or whatever. I just read the other day that if you pee in the shower, you save a, at least once a day, you save a ton of water. That's I seriously cool. read that. That's not surprising. And that's probably part of the Green New Deal. You know, um, no, but the thing is, you should pee in a bucket and compost it. Oh, like, what is that? Where what was you, it that uh, somebody said, yeah, you pee in a, oh, and then you, you can... recycle it to drink it. Yeah. Ew. No, thank you. No, not happening ever. Um, you know, so I just, I get really frustrated because there's so many things that we can do, you know, to help. But what happens is if we don't do them, so it goes back to the whole, in my opinion, the GMO, non-GMO labeling thing, right? So we we didn't label GMOs or we didn't we didn't want to. We 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 buried our head on that side. And now we're fighting this. Oh my God, we're labeling things that are not available as a GMO, as non-GMO, and that's causing great angst. Well, if you aren't willing to work in ways to help do certain things to improve the environment, we end up with this kind of bullshit. I feel like, like, I feel like if, if um, you don't compromise with, I mean, and obviously there's a lot of crazy people that will never see anything as a compromise. They just want it their way. And AOC or whatever, she might be one of those people. I honestly, I think she just likes, um, she just wants the, the attention and the power that comes along with attention and making being a name a political... for herself. I don't know. Yeah. Did you did you see the tweet that um I guess he was the co-founder of Greenpeace, although Karen said he is not associated with Greenpeace anymore? Is if that it's right, the Karen? original founder, he's not. Patrick Moore. Anyway, he tweeted about the thing. He said he called her a pompous little twit. You don't have a plan to grow food for eight billion people without fossil fuels or get the food into the cities do you want to use horses if fossil fuels were banned every tree in the world would be cut down for fuel for cooking and heating you would bring about mass death yeah but that's part of i don't even want to say this but the there is a good portion of people from a, a certain political leaning that do sign up or believe in a certain level of eugenics of, you know, um, doing the Darwin thing, the survival of the fittest, et cetera, et cetera. What I find most interesting though, I saw something this morning come out, um, about her. She was like a thousand feet or a thousand yards. Her campaign headquarters 
were from the subway yet she racked up like so many of these ride sharing transactions like so she instead of taking public transportation she was taking um cars and the other day they had posted like she was in this gas guzzling van and she turned it around you had i had to give her credit the new york times or someone was like you know she is pushing for all of these ways of fixing the environment blah 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 yet she's in this 18 mile per gallon gas guzzler van and she's like well my tia is kind of mad that you um were picking on her van sort of thing so she, she has a knack of turning things around easily and i think that she's she's i don't think people know quite how to handle her which concerns me because it it means i think that um stuff like this is going to get traction because people oh, she's are gotten traction well, obviously yeah. she got elected from almost nothing. I mean, she was like 37,000 in debt before people decided to, you know, help her fund her campaign and turn it around. Um, you know, she's young. She's she is well educated even though I know sometimes she doesn't come across that way. You know, she's kind of she's a savvy social media person. She knows what she's doing. Um and I think she's just throwing stuff out there to see what sticks. I mean, I highly doubt she wrote this whole thing herself, but. Well, there was a senator involved, too, wasn't there? Uh, I'm not sure. But, well, this is a House resolution, so that. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, but, I, you know, yeah, everybody but... tries to do the big bomb. You know, what can we throw out there and, you know, get people talking? But, you know, you can find more stuff with sugar. You know, let's talk about small things that we can do. You know, in agriculture, we talk about the four R's as far as nitrogen usage. We, you know, we have restrictions on manure applications. You know, we have rules on what pesticides can be used. You know, let's use more paper bags or recyclable bags instead of plastic ones. Let's drink water out of the faucet. Let's talk about little things that everyone can do that doesn't cost $3 trillion, you know, well, that's, yeah, that's the other thing. She wants to just print money to pay for this. <laughs> it's like, I got a huge lecture from my 16-year-old son this morning from Cole saying that the, her first problem is she doesn't even understand simple inflation. And I'm like, oh, I don't either, but. <laughs> so I got a lecture on that. And he knew exactly Cole to what school and not to talk with us. I know, right? He like even knew how much the euro was worth right now. And I'm like, dude, why do you know that stuff? But Jen, he's going to take so care proud of you when you're old. So freaked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I should just appreciate it. But now, on the other hand, I think, did Chris tell me yesterday that her mom didn't even have filed to not pay taxes or something like no, that? No, she moved to, to Florida from New York because the taxes were so much high. There you so go. higher yes. in New York. I knew it had yeah. something to do with taxes. But that's, I mean, that's really, I think that's such a pol politician thing right now is this hypocrisy. And I think yes. that's where the frustration comes but it's from. Not this new. Idea of I mean, how much class? did Al Gore lecture no. us on global warming? And yet he's flying around in a private jet and has like 15 homes, mansions. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not new. I mean, yeah. but, but yet every time it comes out, we are offended well, we have yeah. a 24 hour yeah. news well, cycle that needs something to put on the air i guess but you know and that's, that's kind of i said that yesterday you know unrelated but talking about the trade war you know our, our trade tiff here and and uh how different that would look if we didn't have twitter you know mm -hmm. it, it was only 10 years ago where i would have to wait to you know the market would do weird things throughout the day 
And I had no one to reach out to, to be like, well, what's the rumor? You know, you just had to wait until the afternoon news cycle came out and then you would know, you know? And, and so obviously I think that that's part of her rise, but you know, the one thing that just really kind of, I mean, I, I think we have to be willing to work, um, under certain levels of expectation. So I, I had a conversation this morning with a couple of folks um, that are very left leaning, but are part of ag Twitter. And, you know, they were talking about, you know, how shocked or surprised they were if a Republican were to admit that climate change is real, just like we were talking about. And I said, well, I really struggle how anyone could de- deny climate change. You know, like we well, just said, it's I a mean, fact climate does change. Yes. But I also struggle with the ideas human can humans can stop it entirely, you know, yes. and that, but that doesn't mean like we were saying that we shouldn't be good stewards. And the first response that I got from one of them was, um, you know, talking about burning tires. Let me see if I can find it. My tweet deck doesn't want to work. Uh, burning tires and dumping trash in ditches. Well, talk. Oh, do you mean burning old tires and dumping waste in creeks and rivers should be illegal? And my only response was, you know, like, Jesus Christ, like, are you kidding me right now? Like, that's, that's your comment to what I just said. And it's like, well, lots of people in our industry believe that should be legal. Lots. I can't think of any one farmer that I have worked with that would be like, well, let's just go burn some tires, like intentionally. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go ahead and dump my refuse in this Creek back here. Like, you know, maybe I'm from a different part of the world or I just don't surround myself with morons, but you know, is that, is that the view of agriculture? So how do we fix that? You know, you were talking about, you know, that all of the things that we're doing, how do we communicate that? It goes back to the food supply, I guess, all over again, you know, like advocating, we're supposed to advocate. Yeah. But how do you, you know, how do you show that you are working? Thank you for giggling, Karen. (laughs) Right. I mean, it just takes how are you able to, you know, turn the whole conversation it does. That's because we focus on the bad. It, it's true. We always focus on the bad. It's, yeah. it's human nature. One guy hits a cow with a cane on video, you know, with PETA, and all of a sudden every dairy farmer is an animal beater or whatever. Like, I just... I mean, it's, it's human nature to focus on the bad, and that's what we do. And, and social media gives us that... Um, ability really right now to do that as opposed yeah. to promoting the good we're constantly sharing the, the bad. bad my favorite um, is when we quote tweet something that really should get no attention and we're like i'm not exactly getting attention but look at this tweet how stupid or, is it or share it on facebook oh my god Peta is saying this yeah and sharing the video hello all you're doing is spreading it to more people who are probably going to believe yeah, it but that's the only way i'd see it <laughs> I don't know. I guess it kind of, it depends on who you are. I mean, obviously the problem is we don't have enough critical thinkers anymore, but. That is a big problem, obviously. I mean, that's, I think, uh, you know, too many people, but at the same time, I think too many people base their idea, even in like these folks here that I was talking to where they're like, you know, this happens more often than you think. Well, maybe in a prior generation, I really can't think of any sort of millennial style um, or even Gen Xer that didn't have some sort of education on being a good environmental steward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I, I think we started in the eighties with it. I think it was necessary. Like we were just talking about the trash, the, you know, the pictures of the um, birds trapped in 
uh, you know, pop can holders and oil spills. And I mean, sure, that stuff still happens to a certain extent, but it's not like it was before. We're not dumping environmental waste as far as I know. Well, everyone's not burning the trash in their backyard. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know people that still do um, to I a mean, certain, certain extent, things, you but know, paper and different things, but not anything that's going to emit some chemicals. I mean, yeah, people aren't or should not be burning their chemical jugs out in the back, which most yeah. shouldn't be. But most. Yeah. And I mean, so there are some some, you know, there are ways that we need to to document, not just in food production itself, but and I know you hate this word, Jen, but sustainable you know, what does sustainable look like? Well, I guess sustainable looks like not doing the things that people assume that we do. You know what I mean? Uh, the old bad habits, you know, um, dumping waste in creeks, uh, burning tires. I don't know. I, and I, I don't think you should have to take a picture of Colton's helping. He has an opinion on this right now, too. But I don't think you should have to take a picture of this is me not burning these tires, you know, but um, I just, I don't know. I struggle. You know, and the thing that really gets me right now is we're, we're having this whole issue with China taking recyclables, right? So now out in Iowa, it was a big deal like last year and the year prior that you're taking stuff to a recycling center and they're still dumping it into a landfill. Yeah. Cause there's no market. Is that right? Yeah, I don't even know. It's, it, you just feel better about I guess. what you're doing. Who cares what the next well, guy's doing? I didn't know doing. that they were shipping it on ships to china to, to have china recycled. yeah i mean that makes no sense but yeah it's i mean that part's amazing to me is there a way that we could fix that sure i'm a huge proponent of renewable fuels too but the funniest part is is a lot of the people that are against climate change are also against um you know certain types of renewables um boo and so i don't know i just i struggle with the whole i don't know i struggle with the conversation just in the sense that you know, the ruling class cannot tell me how I should do things better. I mean, we should just in general want to do things better, but some of the things that she put in that deal are impossible. Now, somebody said, somebody said on Twitter last night, and I didn't have any time to look into it really was that, that her green new deal was basically just an agenda 21. Okay. Which I had not seen that, but that was, uh, written by the United Nations for sustainable development in like, I want to say 1992. Okay. Yeah. 1992. Um, that wouldn't surprise me, which I thought was interesting. I hadn't, I had no idea. But uh, well, I mean, it's definitely not a new idea. Was. All this stuff has come out before. I mean, she wants a high speed rail. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, proven through proven low tech solutions that increase soil carbon storage, such as land preservation and afforestation. Um, she wants to clean up hazardous waste sites. Well, yeah, duh. How about yeah. the EPA starts picking up some right. of their hazardous waste sites? Yeah. Well, they're too busy, like, you know, trying to figure out how to like prop up big energy. <laughs> yeah. That's too. You know, and she has know. a lot in here about, you know, what labor unions should be able to do, which I'm like, mm, yeah. To me, that's not a part of, you know, working with climate change, but that's the problem. You know, I'm going to be completely honest. It's just like climate, you know, the the uh, the carbon credit thing. It was just a, another big market set up to move money from the poor to the rich, honestly. I mean, and that's most of this. That's what it is. I mean, I... I 
I, you know, it goes back to the whole, you know, look at Congress, the Congress people that, you know, come in to office worth, you know, nothing or tens of thousands of dollars at most and are millionaires now. How does that happen? Well, obviously it happens because they're able to benefit from some of the laws that they put in place. And I think this is just one big way for people to benefit from the laws they put in place, telling us it's for our own good, you know. And now let's be clear for my own sake, really, this is not a law. This no. is like a wish. It's list. a wish list. Yeah. It's something it that something they want to put garner forth some, to... you know, attention and put her out in the news. I mean, Pelosi came out against it. Well, if the speaker is going to come out yeah. against it, it doesn't have a lot of. Traction, well, and Nancy but... Pelosi, I think is going to come out against anything she does because she knows that she's a challenge to her too. Which I'm you all know. about challenging um, Pelosi and moving her on out. So I'll support her on that. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's the extremes. I just find her interesting. I do struggle with the idea of her. Everyone says how dumb she is. Well, obviously she's dumb like a fox. You well, know what I mean? Like, like Ivy League educated. She's not dumb. I mean, she yeah. was bartending prior to this, but you know, yeah, she was doing that what she make needed to do to get by I, no. until she, you know, yeah. I and mean, I don't fault her for that at all. But she's not dumb. Yeah, I forget where she went to. Yeah. It, was it Harvard or Princeton or something? She's got a couple degrees. I'm not sure. I mean, she, yeah. And so I struggle with that. And then it makes me wonder, like, why people, I mean, anything she says, like, I hate the the memes of her. And I think that doesn't help our cause. You know what I mean? Like, trying to completely dis- discredit her as a moron, all it does is make her a victim in the eyes of the people who either, A, don't know enough to know better well, or maybe right. further That's ahead, exactly you know, right. and just yeah, she becomes a sympathetic character. How many times have you read a, a book or well, seen a play? It's just like the PETA videos. It, the more you complain about them, like people are with her, the more traction she's yes, getting. Exactly. Well, she obviously influenced I, her small area I'm not where calling... she's representing, but now she has a national stage and she can gain a lot more support. Yeah. She does. Yeah. And social media did that for her, and people who don't like her did that for her. Social media did this. Social media made her who she is right now because, and it's the people who don't like her that elevated her to a new level. It's, I mean, seriously, those are right. the people who and did it. I mean, yeah, the best thing I think to do is just to let her say what she needs to say and move on. But, I mean, in saying that, though, I mean, I think we all know we but can do everybody better. Complained I mean, with ag, we need to make sure that we go in a direction where we regulate ourselves and we steward things ourselves as opposed to getting stewarded by somebody else. So. And, and I think that ag, <clears throat> most of ag knows that. And most of ag knows that, you know, we say all the time, of course we want the soil to work for us and we have to take care of it because we want it here for the next generation. I mean, let's be honest. Farming is yeah, a... Yeah, but we say that, but there's a lot of people with high cash rents that were just mining fields and now they're getting back... It's getting back to the landlords. I mean, there's yeah, yeah. there's a oh, lot of happens. that going on. Um, oh, it happens. But, you know, you got to be a good person too. <laughs> yeah, we just have to be smart about what we do and... and I mean, we're going to have to battle this, but we've got to bat. We, I think it goes back to not knowing farmers. I think, you know, honestly, I think the conversation is always about 
you know, food production and fighting to have that ability, um, you know, or, or teaching people that their food is safe. Well, I think they realize, I, maybe they don't, but I think we have a bigger battle on our hands than just teaching people that they can eat, you know, non-organic kale. I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. I think there's an entire group of people that want to see farming as we know it eradicated because they don't know what farming as we know well, it really is. I don't food know. At the That's just store. my take. And I think we're giving. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're giving them a leg up talking about that on social media, to be honest. That's, that's, I mean, yeah, I think the fights about, you know, like organic and, you know, the fight, I, I don't know. The vegan movement maybe is more concerning just because it's a bunch of radical, you know, people that do want to do away with farming. But I, I don't know if fighting with them to prove that the dairy industry is okay is benefiting anyone. I think it's a, well, I, mean, I think people it's a are diversion. Cheese, think, so why bother? arguing with them i mean yeah yeah i mean if people so, want to eat fake so yeah, steak but, let them try it i doubt half of them will like oh it. my god i don't understand yeah exactly why do they if they're opposed to eating meat why do they want to eat well, something but the that thing looks is, like i mean an egg know, they bitch about dead. everything okay i eat my steak well done well my god i might as well not eat it well okay well then i'm not buying it you know, come on. Hello. And one yeah, of my exactly. friends, he's the cattle farmer. He's like, I don't yeah. care how you cook it. Just make sure you eat it or you buy it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just cook three and throw yeah, two I in mean, the trash. So what? I used you a know. one stop. Get over it. Someone's going to be like, oh, yeah, food waste. Yeah, I am. Suck it. So, but on that note, um, I mean, I guess give us feedback on what you think. Um, you know, we, they did. We got a lot of feedback. I mean, we could spend a whole other episode on that. Yeah. Um, Read the Twitter feed yeah. on it. Well, it's, let's check it out. It's to very interesting. One person in ag who took the right route. And that was, um, did you guys see Brandy Buzzard's letter to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Um, you know, yes. she put that out there read and just said, night. hey, come talk to me. You know, and obviously she, the congresswoman hasn't yet, but MSNBC has come out and you know, she's been able to talk with them about, you know, the things she does on her farm that makes her a good steward and how she's raising beef today in a much more efficient way than they did even 10 years ago. You know, she she really got traction and went a good route, I guess, in my opinion. Well, she also didn't start in by hating on her. She said, this is, you know, I admire you for she paid her some compliments in, in there. The, class, the biggest class of women, yes. you know, to come into Congress and. For being so young. She didn't start and, by slamming yeah, I mean, her. And she related to yep. her because I think they're, you know, somewhat in the same age bracket. But yeah. yeah. And she just invited her out. Well, you know what? It didn't work. She didn't come out. But you know what? MSNBC did. And maybe that's even better because more people were reached that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a thousand it's, times it's like better. The... And I think that's a good example of what we need to do. You know, yeah. instead of coming out with venom, you get more flies with I was just trying to figure out what vinegar. that thing was. Yeah. So... So yeah, but okay. I, you know, I think we'll be we'll be revisiting this topic. It's obviously not going away, but in the well, meantime, you know, AOC won't be the last one. No, so. no. So in the meantime, check out the Twitter feed, and uh, we'll be back next week with a new topic. So have a good one. See ya. <laughs>